ain't no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie This is your trigger warning. You are accustomed to a certain level of profanity from anything we do, but I'm here to tell you, this next piece is serious. So if bad words are not your forte, eject now. I'm out the window, bitch, screaming fuck you. I tell elementary school kids to sniff glue. And you know what? LBA be the crew. And I look like Shaggy from fucking Scooby-Doo. Yo, shout out to fucking Gucci Mane, Waka Flocka, and the Brick Squad. We got fucking DJ Ragu about to kill it. And now, DJ Ragu. We don't fuck bitches. We just fuck pretty women. Trying to snort some coke like it's our mission. Some people say I am what I eat, then you should call me pussy. Because I eat Jess Foley's mom like it's a beat. Soaring up to the sky with these tabs I've just shoved up my ass. They are hitting me really quickly, like when I fill up my car with some gas. Gotta look for the cat so I can play with the pussy and lick the fat. Your bitch is all over my dick Because I've got the greatest in all seven seas Some people I'm a philosopher I call myself a regular Socrates (laughs) Because when I hit that weed I'm coming up with the greatest shit I'm trying to take a shit all over your kitchen table You better let me fuck your mom over the dreidel She better be Jewish because I love lockers. I'm about to follow my dreams with a bottle of vodka. Checkers is what I'm repping while I'm rolling through the intersection. You better not catch me when I equip the Smith and Weston. Papa Molly, I'm sweating. Brat, brat, brat. P.S. Eric, an infidel. I'm going to chop off his little tinkerbells. Make out with his mom under the mistletoe. Oh, she's going to suck on my big fat toe. (laughs) Ragu! Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. 
Welcome to Cold Dog Soup. That was something. Oh, man. I just love it. I just, I'm, you know what? I'm not even going to do the whole bit where we wait around. We'll, we'll get Judge Creel's ruling certainly mm-hmm. at the end. I'm going to tell you right now, I am in for a penny, in for a pound oh, wow. with this wow. one. Wow. We deal with a lot of bad on this show. Okay. Well, you know. Um, there's, there's the kind of bad, bad. that bad. is like, oh, this is boring. Mostly good. Um, Mostly there's good. the kind of bad that um, this is embarrassing as as is my song um and then there's, there's the kind my of bad stuff. like <laughs> then there's Sean's stuff which is a different level of bad but no this is what i like to call good bad okay um i have a deep abiding affection for bad pieces of music and i don't mean like just like the like not things that are that are overplayed and and become sort of played out i'm not talking a nickelback scenario mm-hmm, here mm-hmm. I'm talking terrible. I'm talking god-awful. And that's what I think this was. Um, and I certainly enjoyed it. Um, Creel, you know a little about this crew. Matter of fact, you used to run with this crew. Well, <laughs> I can't believe you didn't drop a hot verse Creel, on this. Yeah. Creel, was this, your, was this your running crew before you got stuff together, went to law school, and became a judge? It was. It was. Uh, it actually occurred sort of contemporaneously with all those events. Um <laughs> The LBA crew I had sort of <laughs> met. I, I met first online, just playing a couple of online games, and then uh, when I was up in New York, uh, you know, I was chatting with them. I was like, "Hey, you know, I'm moving to New York to go to school," and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever. You're catfishing us." I'm like, "No, I'm gonna be in the city. You know, we should hang out." <laughs> like, catfishing us? Uh, I, I thought you were related to one of these people. No, 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 no. These are these are just friends. So, um, so yeah, I love how the hard ass LBA crew. <laughs> We're very, very conscious about internet security. <laughs> well, you know, uh, uh, you know, we 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 arranged, you know, a sit down, as it were, just like in The Godfather. Uh, a you know a meeting I'm, of the five families. Right, right. Uh, so I met them in person. Uh, they were all really cool. You know, this was just sort of their, sort of, uh, you know, their their angst, sort of, and sort of them trying to relate to the real world, kind of like you did, Hankins, with with your crew. Uh, Growing up with just Absolutely. you know riding I bars, and, the Monkey Boys, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the LBA crew could have collaborated. Right. I think we'd have really got some stuff done. <laughs> right. So they're just coming from the the viewpoint of uh, Long Island, sort of middle class, uh, their view of the world and how uh, they can relate to it through song. So that that's sort of where this came it. from. So what you heard was, you know, in my production piece, was just a little bit of of the song in its entirety, um, or in its original form, I should say. I just used a little bit. And then, because when I heard this the first time, no disrespect to Lord. <laughs> Lord is fine. And Lord is really the driving force not, not of the LBA. Mm-mm, mm-mm. All caps, L-O-R-D. No disrespect to Lord, who is certainly a fresh... Dope MC mm-hmm. in his own, and Lord does that first but verse, the, the the one before you yeah. come in, right? The one yeah. that includes he, the lyric "LBA bitch," and you know it's us. You smell like shit. <laughs> so, I think that's yeah. the assonance so we obviously. talked about last week, Sean. It's it's in the T. <laughs> it the is assonance, the alliteration, the pronunciation. So clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll and we'll get into a lot of Lord's verse, you know, as we go Lord, through this Lord, thing Lord, here. Lord, but Lord, Lord. the real standout was DJ Ragu mm-hmm. because you know. Here's the thing: I know what it's like to uh, to be a fledgling rapper 
to be scraping by using whatever equipment you have on hand, using whatever beats you can get your mitts on, just doing your damnedest to get it to get it put on wax, as we say. As Sean likes to say on a piece of papyrus, <laughs> we in the rap community say to put it down on wax, mm-hmm. put some bars down on wax. And the first thing that grabbed me was the beat runs out, but Ragu does He keeps does going. Not. He's like the Energizer he- Bunny. <laughs> So we'll definitely send you the links to the the uh, original version of this so you can hear it in all its glory. Um, but I, I'm here to tell you, this is this thing makes me happy to no end. Um, banana clips, I'll make you shit your pants. <laughs> blat, blat, I'm a shoot a cat. Bitch suck my sack, I'm a white guy, but my dick is black. Sean Majors. <laughs> How did you catfish Creel into thinking you were a member of a rap crew? <laughs> um, this is this is really something. Um, <clears throat> first of all, Hankins, another fantastic job producing this. Um, you know, you, you labor of love on this. You hear one. something labor once, of love. You hear something once, and you know where you want to go with it. And uh, for our patrons, we're going to put a video of uh, of Hankins. Um, basically reading this for the first time and knowing exactly he wanted it mm-hmm. to be a Shakespearean recital um, <laughs> of DJ Ragu's part. Um, I really appreciate how they just basically give out their friends' full names on this. <laughs> they pull no punches. It's in the tea. Because I eat Jess Foley's mom it's like tea. it's a bee. Right. It's there. It's there. Um, and if Jeff, if Jeff is hearing this, he understands yeah. that his mom has been uh, has, has been, been violated, as it mm-hmm. were. <laughs> now, um, I know you guys are probably familiar with the the movie, the 2002 film Eight Mile. I want to say that Lord here is sort of the Eminem Jimmy B Rabbit character, and Ragu <laughs> is the his friend who shoots himself like in the leg. Cheddar Bob. Yeah. Ragu is Cheddar, Cheddar Bob. Bob. Fine with that. You know, the, the sort of 100%. the yippie hype man that's that's there and wants to be part of it, but just doesn't necessarily have all of the tools. But he has your back, though. That's the most important thing. And, and that is the most. He has your back, and he has an incredible sense of urgency mm-hmm. to get it out. Oh, yeah. He's got to get this rap out. <laughs> um, and, you know, but one thing that you'll... You're right. He doesn't have all the tools that uh, that a rapster might need to make it on the biggest of stages. Mm-hmm. But what he does have is a tremendous amount of heart, and also some uh, some social commentary oh, in yeah. there. Um, when he when he stops what he's saying, you know, he, he does his rap, and then he adds a P.S. at the end. <laughs> that um, P.S. P.S. Eric and Eric infidel. is an infidel. <laughs> And and Hankins was this was this how you you landed on the Shakespearean uh, thing because it, it reads like when when uh, William Shakespeare or the conglomeration of writers that made up the fictional who are William of William Shakespeare <laughs> yes. um, it's like Eric an infidel Matt Hankins a podcaster <laughs> Creel a judge Sean a terrible writer damn. Ooh. Damn, man. 
You know, I you know, I think you're right, Sean, because I remember us going through them and like this Eric and Infidel line is is the one that you really had to punch in. <laughs> Eric, how do we get to that? And Infidel, I'm gonna chop off his little Tinker Bells. <laughs> make out one word with his mom under the mistletoe so we know what time it, it is and she's uh-huh. gonna uh-huh. suck on my big fat toe someone's got a foot fetish i love him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i love him um he knows what he wants and he's gonna go after it be it your mom or someone or jeff's mom he doesn't care um he's he's gonna do what is best for dj ragu um i um, do love how <laughs> first of all how this entire song is on genius um, yeah, that's, I was gonna make that comment as it should be. We need, there we are, need, as it should, there are be. some notes for various lines that sort of delve into the thought processes of the. We uh, the need to upload here. every. We need to hire an intern to mm-hmm. <laughs> to upload every cold dog soup work into Genius. Yeah, and get some insight <laughs> on it because, like here, when DJ Ragu starts, his opening lines are. We don't fuck bitches. We just fuck pretty women. And the genius comment to it says, "I hate it when you say that." The genius comment here is is I, is is pure genius because it the social commentary which we didn't get is is in the comment. It says, "Ragu expresses the high level of respect he holds for the female gender by condemning the use of derogatory vernacular in their reference." This expression is complemented by his flattering of the women whom he has encountered sexually. So on first glance, it looks like he's slamming women, but in if we dig well, into he it, it, he's respecting them through the slam. And then if you dig a little deeper, on third glance, he's absolutely being a misogynist because he's calling... He's not saying the the women we have sex with are okay. not bitches. He's saying we... Bitches exist. Oh. We don't. We don't interact with them. Aha. And which is, saying which is we, a good philosophy F, for life, though. We just f pretty women. He's just saying he has a high standard. Yeah. And looks are all that matter to him. Well, not necessarily. Well, yeah, maybe necessarily. I did not. <laughs> maybe perhaps necessarily. <laughs> also, there are there are multiple accounts that are annotating this this work yes, on there. <laughs> Are. LBA bitch said, said what Matt just wrote, and on the brat 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 line, <laughs> I love LBA. Annotated that with DJ Ragu, uh, all caps, with a gif of uh, Sylvester Stallone as Rambo in First Blood uh, unloading a uh, uh, magazine through a uh, machine gun. DJ Ragu unloading clips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you have to have the visual to go along with with the text, and that really... I mean, Lord yeah. Lord hates cats with a burning passion. He handles his anger toward cats by shooting them with his AK-47. <laughs> That's as clear an explanation of anything as I've ever seen. Um, so, let me ask y'all this. Because uh, <laughs> so this, like, this thing stands this on its own. So it doesn't need me to get in there and kind of tool around with it. I think they really... Uh, with a rainbow bus, Breaking Bad, bitch, yeah, I'm fucking Gus. We about to cook. Says everything about this. Uh, I actually think that's work. a very good. That's a very good. Uh, it's line. not bad. Yeah, it's, it's not it's bad. Good. It's good. Um, but like, what is it? With apparently all of us, Sean Majors, you son of a bitch for not sending it to me. Who we all thought we could be rappers. 
what is it about this particular art form that we think it has such a low barrier of entry? <laughs> Man, I really wish I didn't. Th- I, I didn't throw away that rap. Well, you had a rap. What was it about? Oh, it's it's bad. It. <clears throat> so I re- it w- I remember I wrote it in that English class. Uh huh. Um, where we wrote "Runaway Abdominable Fence," which was um, tackled on this very podcast. Um, on episode six, okay. um, and I was bored in class. And you know, you're bored. You're doodling. You're not listening to anything. You're writing like, oh, there are 37 minutes left in the class, so I'm gonna write 37 in bubble letters. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna shade it in. Then I'm gonna decorate that. And then when I'm done with that, I'm gonna look at my watch again. <clears throat> and there's 31 minutes, so I'm gonna write a 31. And then I'm gonna, you know, anything to pass the time. I just decided to write a rap. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, in the vein of, I want to say, you know, like a like a Saint Lunatic scribe, um, where, where <laughs> um, it was just, you know, talking about how we're all really cool guys. Uh, me, my, our friend Steve, um, who's a lawyer now. Um, uh, Jared was in there. Um, mm-hmm. his, we, we called him J-Rod the Bod. Um <laughs> I think I, I think there was a line in there that said I got more shake than a lunatic, which I don't know. I don't know if that meant that crazy people shake a lot. Yeah, maybe you should have done. I, I got more shakes than Michael J. Fox. Or I'll lock you in a box. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> this thing okay. writes itself. I'm interested. <laughs> got more shake than a lunatic was didn't didn't like a Kilo Ali did one of them had a dance that was a shaking dance or something I, that he did I think so or maybe I just said that or maybe I just meant they had shitty weed ah <laughs> that also could be true yeah also could be very true that sort of vein Go- is is in this work too Sean the uh, I guess during that time frame you know you explore ways to uh, sort of get away from the the rigors of life by exploring the uh, the narcotics, as it were. And also exploring uh, certain taboos like bestiality with <laughs> I just raped your baby's mother and your motherfucking cat. Mm-hmm. This is, this, this... Uh, I think that could be a metaphor, though. That, that, that might not be uh, literal. Be... <laughs> yeah. So as, as, to, as to white individuals... Both these kids are white, right? Yes. Did these people yeah, go absolutely. to law school with you? Uh, these, these uh, no, I didn't meet these people in law school. I met them through uh, playing games online. Okay. Uh, they what, went to college what and whatnot. What kind of game are we talking about, yeah. Krill? What, what kind of game are we what, talking oh, about? What was, version um, of Leisure Suit Larry was it? This was like League of Legends, um, uh, stuff on Xbox. It wasn't le- Leisure Suit Leisure, Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> What a fall. <laughs> they made it for Xbox. I guess they did. Um, <laughs> it is unsatisfying. But I, I wanted to get back to what Hankins brought up is why is why do some of us gravitate towards rap as being the entry point to music or a quick rich quick get rich scheme or something like that? Um I think it's interesting, for whatever reason, this past week I was reading a lot about Amadeus Mozart, and, you know, I was like, wow, this this guy, like, by the time he was 80, he'd written all these symphonies, and uh, it's just so over the over my sort of line of thinking of how in the world that could be accomplished, 
it seems like on first glance rap would be like an easy entry point but i think what a lot of us discover soon after that fact is it's actually kind of hard to to do it and do it well so yeah for sure it seems like it'd be easy but in practice it's not yeah and the it's such as the subject matter um is so restrained that you kind of have to be you, you kind of have to be in a certain vein to sound like the people you're listening to mm-hmm. and so you you typically are going to talk about things that you don't do <laughs> that you're just not a part of i don't think the lba crew were out there right uh, with smoking gats riding around long island no, i could be wrong no i don't know but i just don't believe it um, but that is because rap music has its sort of own its own language that you kind of have to speak, and especially you're going to do it immediately when you first start. And the opposite, if you try to make some really conscious thing or something that's outside the norm, you're immediately looked at as either a goofball or you turn into a comedy guy. Yeah, like Will um, Smith. Like you or turn something. into Lil Dicky. Mm-hmm. You turn into Little Dicky very quickly <laughs> if you get outside of being very serious. Who's about the rapping. guy? Who's the guy who did the John Cena rap, Krispy Kreme? Oh yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, fuck yeah! If I could get a package show where Krispy Kreme and the LBA open up for the Monkey Boys, yeah. I would sell out anywhere in the country. I think you would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that guy really wanted a lot of John Cena gifts for Christmas. He loved John Cena things. Froggy Fresh. That's all he wanted for Christmas. <laughs> but it is it is so weird that, obviously, there are bands. Um, there are bands. There are any number, any any artistic form you can think of. There are people who try to just jump in it without, yeah, especially now with YouTube and the ease mm-hmm. of recording things on computers and all that. But man, there is nothing better. And there is no shortage of the aspiring rapper. Um, anytime I'm in a little five points in Atlanta, somebody's out there handing out a CD. <laughs> Jess, it's going to happen. And at this point, I'm like, dude, I literally have no way to play this. There is nowhere <laughs> in my life for me to stick this and hear it. But we still do it. Um, but I don't know if any of us have ever gotten better than the LBA here. Um, she better be Jewish because I love lakas. <laughs> was was he talking about love, someone's mom oh at God. that point or or who? He was. He was. He, was, he okay. wanted to. Uh, he wanted to. <laughs> I, all right, boys. I'm going to ask this question. I'm glad you put a trigger I don't know. warning at the beginning of this. I did. I definitely did put a trigger warning there. Hey, um, hey, hey. I definitely don't know a ton about Jewish culture. Other than what I've been exposed to on television, mm-hmm. um, how would you fuck someone's mom over a dreidel? Uh, I guess it would well, have to be like a, a supersized one, <laughs> a giant I mean, dreidel, it, it or would, a tiny U. It would have to sense. be. <laughs> it would have to be large and on its side. Okay, right, because right. it wouldn't um, balance okay. or, otherwise. Or maybe like. It that term is meant in a different way. Like Ooh. he fucked her over a dreidel. So like he, I bought her son a dreidel, being the person he's talking to because he's talking about their mom. I bought you a dreidel, right, to give you something to do, oh. so your mother and I could go and have coitus. I was thinking, no, 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 and no. it would help. No, I, <laughs> it would help in this situation if your mother's Jewish because I love lakas. I was I saying think... he he like double crossed her over a dreidel. 
<laughs> like you fucked, yo, you fucked me over a dreidel, dude. We've known each other for seventeen oh, years, man. Classic double cross. I was the classic thinking, old crawfish. Yeah, I was the way I was thinking of it now is like you know how the world spins, that dreidel spins too. So like when <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> As the world turns, so does that dreidel. So as the world turns, really, also an Eminem okay. song. Yeah, really, okay. the dreidel is the world, and the okay, relationship okay is happening that. in that context. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, to spare everybody at feeling awkward, awkward, Jesus Christ, at spare anybody from feeling awkward, I did cut out the references in my part to the N word, which I love. I just full disclosure, love to say it. Um, but I know that could be upsetting to people, so that is definitely going to be dropped a couple times in the uh, in the unedited, full uncut version of this song. Is that coming? Which after is fine this? by me. Or are uh, we we'll, just I'm putting just it saying, up? On... We'll, we'll put the links up. Yeah, we'll yeah, put the yeah. links up, and the people can go do what they need to. I strongly recommend you jam it because it's a <laughs> tight ass jam. I certainly will be jamming it for some time. To come, I just keep scrolling through this text, and lines keep jumping out at you. Um, I also did not include the part of, then I blew up her house like nine eleven. <laughs> Brett, Brett, Brett. Because as a Southerner, I don't know that I can say that, but if you were, you know, a lifelong New Yorker, that is your pain to express how Clearly, you feel. Can you can you reveal about where in New York these these gentlemen are from um long island like a okay, midway okay. out there's like a town called hop hog um, and are are they are they your age or is this like a to catch a predator type of situation no they're, they're like six or seven <laughs> years younger it's not that bad <laughs> how, how old were you what? when you woke up how old, no way how old were you when you moved up to new york like 20 20 20 years old no, 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 no. This was in <laughs> 10. I was like 28, so 20s. Okay. They were in their 20s, so that's it's not as creepy okay, as like, you are You're trying fine. to make it out to be. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I can't go to sleep unless To Catch a Predator is playing on my <laughs> You can't do anything unless To Catch a Predator is playing. You can't watch football unless To Catch a Predator is playing. What? You can't take out your garbage without no amputating way. your hand oh, unless To Catch a Predator is playing. Why do I have glitter all over me? <laughs> it happens. Hey, it Hankins, happens. Uh, I know you were talking about some of your favorite lines that that uh, you sort of skipped over. I'm pretty sure this one was in there. It, it was... Uh, your bitch is all over my dick because I got the greatest in all seven C's. Some people, <laughs> I'm a philosopher. I call myself a regular Socrates. I really like that rhyme with C's and Socrates. It's good. It's good assonance. It is very good assonance. <laughs> very good assonance. Not enough assonance, you might this say. Is, what, what was the line in assonance? This isn't a, a kid's play. This isn't a child, child this song. This isn't a human zoo. This isn't a child song. <laughs> oh, man. That's what she gets for S and my D mm-hmm. like a blueberry Slurpee. Mm-hmm. The thing that she got in reference in this was herpes. He had given her herpes. Um, there's a lot of more rape in this. Than yeah, it's there's a lot. Probably is necessary. There's, there's something <laughs> Lord and DJ Ragu need to work out. Um, what but, they need to work out is a record deal. <laughs> that's true. I, 
I will say, I will say, I I enjoy the line because when I hit that weed, I'm coming up with the greatest shit. I'm trying Truth. to take a shit all over your kitchen table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've all been there. Sometimes also, you, when, you, when you gotta go, you gotta there. go. Also, you're like, at a friend's house. You're high as hell. Where else are you gonna use the restroom? Also, listen. <clears throat> back to the. She better be Jewish because I love lakas. <laughs> um, listen, when I get the like one percent slightest inkling that I am spelling a word wrong, I just Google it. And and in this case, if I write L O C K A S and I Google it, they're gonna say, "Did you mean L A T K A S?" Lakas, lakas, lakas. Two two young. Fourteen-year-old boys that Creole is trying to hang right. out with uh-huh. uh, <laughs> are, are know so little about the Jewish culture, but they do know they heard something first. Oh my God! This is like somebody who thinks Bone Appetit is like Bone Ape the Teeth or something like that. Hey, since you have that <laughs> the thing, du jour. since you have Google pulled up, what is a laka? Is it some sort of like roll or is it like it's a, a potato stew? pancake? That's a pancake. Potato okay. pancake. Yeah. yeah, made out of taters. Good taters. Mm, potato um, pancake. Yeah. Well, I don't have a whole lot uh, on this. It just made me very happy, and I thought that we would all probably get a real good kick out of it. But I guess we've come to the part of the show that is most important. Judge Creel, your ruling. Wow. Um. So DJ Ragu... <laughs> Why ragu, by the way? Like, does this uh, guy, like, hate there's, prego there's tomato sauce? There's some, like, Italian thing where if you use ragu, like, in your pasta sauce, it means you can't cook. So, like, you're supposed to make your pasta from scratch. Make your pasta no, like from that. a scratcher. So, I like, like to use like ragu is to be low class or lazy. So I think that was sort mm. of where they were going with that. <laughs> They're so good at this. <laughs> but my rating is... Uh, this is the best thing that we've done so far on the podcast, bar none. Wow. Bar none. This is top, top quality. I know some of you out there will probably think, what are they talking about? Is this a goof? No. I'm here to tell you I'm being straight up. I thoroughly enjoy this terrible, terrible work. It, it makes me happy. I will listen to this several times. I will repeat these lines over and over and over and over. This is what I am here for. If you can't be good, be very, very bad. <laughs> Speaking of. Don't give us the old Sean Majors treatment where you have potential and you have some ability. That's you the can turn a phrase, um, but you just choose not to. You can't get out of your own way. Go full bore. I, I think the argument could be made that I, I definitely went full bore in a couple of these. Um, Hankins, do you want to talk about Patreon? Do you want to talk about how you can reach us? No, because I don't know any of that information. <laughs> <laughs> you can send anything you want to hankinsmat 8 at Gmail, and I'll be glad to correspond with you. <laughs> You can find us on Twitter at TTF Network. Um, you, if you like what we're doing, don't forget to listen to our other shows. If you like college football, throw the flag football, and that's discussing. Um, available wherever podcasts can be accessed. If you'd like to support us in a more personal way, please consider becoming a Patreon at patreon.com slash TTF. 
That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash T-T-F. If everyone listening right now kicked in a dollar a month, we'd be able to make some serious investments into the Throw the Flag Network. We're also going to throw up a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, especially on this episode for our Patreons only. Um, Hankins, doing this work today really makes me want to delve into the doorbells. <gasps> oh, man. If you can you know, explain. I had that thought. I had that thought. It's a good thought. If you can explain to the audience who yeah. the doorbells what are. What is a doorbell? Absolutely. So um, I have a family member who works at an entertainment venue at in Tennessee. And um, he had a co-worker there who was an aspiring songwriter. Um, overall cool dude. Had some rough patches in his life. Might have shit himself on the way to work one time. Neither here nor there. <laughs> At any rate, um, I get my hands on his like six-song EP that he had <laughs> written and played the guitar on himself. And on the first listen, I'm like, oh, my God, this is so ha-ha-ha. <laughs> Look at this dummy. Well, on like the eighth listen, I was like, you know what? I'm not listening to this. I'm here's the thing, folks. If you're somebody who is at a party and hears uh, Journey's uh, whatever that Journey song is, come on, don't stop believing, and you go crazy and you're claiming you're doing it ironically, you're a liar. I am not. <laughs> I'm telling you straight up. I love these songs now. I so hey, because I can John. tell you as I was I'm moving apartments and and I can tell you that as I was packing up boxes, I just started humming. Back in my cowboy days, cowboy days. <laughs> I was just three and four. There, there is so much. Just the the lyrical uh, analysis that we d- we mm. did on trips from Huntsville to the Shoals. Um, I mean, that really was the beginning of this podcast. Low, so yeah, many, so many it decades really ago. Was. Um, um, but at any rate, when they they would this venue has a day that their employees can they do a full on production. It's a full show, and if their employee has any musical talent or whatever, they get to come up on stage and they all do it. They have a big party, and so the group he put together were called the Dorvales. It is a I'm probably going to use the wrong word here, but I'm just going to let it ride. Some sort of disambiguation of his last name. If you spell it, if you move some letters around, blah 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 blah. It would turn into Dorvale. Um, and it stands out as some of my favorite things that exist in the world. And I had thought about doing that on here for forever, but I thought that's ah, probably super inside and might be boring. But I no, don't know, guys. No, not I at think all. it was just some tight ass jams. And you know, we've we've spent a long time beating Sean up, which is great because it's necessary. I've had I've had um, quite the reprieve. It's been a long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that hearing my song and I'm not be so shitty, I felt like I probably needed to step back, <laughs> stop punching so much. <laughs> um, but we beat up retail. You know that was something. It, we, we were. It, it seems to be very good when we can all turn our uh, our ire in the same direction. So we're going to explore that for a little while. So maybe we will get into a a, a John Dow piece. Ooh, wow. And there's uh, what like up. I mean, there's five or six. We could do two in ep. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. Way past midnight, the dark won't yield. God, yeah. The these are like these are like uh, ninety second songs too. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're fine. 
Oh, we could get into the wolf and how it was howling loudly. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! But yeah, I think that's something we can we can explore here. The, um, the Ryman, real the, hoot. the Ry- live at the Ryman employee honky tonk jam. Episode. <laughs> We're gonna do our Ryman series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ryman at the Ryman. All right, I guess <laughs> seriously, folks, fucking listen to this song because it's great. Enjoy it. Don't get wrapped up in all the all the body talk. Just enjoy it for what it is. So body. Two adolescent kids being pressured by a older man right. to <laughs> take their shirts off and rap mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for his pleasure. Oh, I was pleasured. Is great. Mm-hmm. They did a great job of it. And kudos to Judge Creel for bringing call, it out of them. I really credit Judge, Judge Creel for... The statute of limitations <laughs> has expired, so I, this can I go to sent, air. I sentence you to 10 years of being sexy. Uh-huh. Go ahead, finish it. Finish it. I can't what? just go. I can't. I sentence, I sentence myself to being horny as hell, <laughs> and I sentence you to join us in a week's time for Cold Dog Soup. Oh, God. There ain't no money in poetry. That's what sets a poet free. I've had all the freedom I can stand. You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie. All it takes to get me by. Fool my belly till the day I die. Cold dog soup and rainbow pie.